What's up, everyone? Welcome to the St. Phil Sports History for September 1st, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Yes, it is September. There's a nice little fall feel in the air when I had my coffee this morning. Football on the TV last night. More tonight. Big slate coming up tomorrow. It's good to be September. It's This is my favorite time of the year. Before we get into today's episode, a couple quick housekeeping things. Check out my buddies over at the Clashing Conferences podcast. Uh, I'll share the link in the description. It's available wherever you get your podcasts as well on YouTube as well. Basically what it is is four guys just um, think around the horn type where they're talking about each of their teams in the NFC. So there's an Eagles representative, a Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders, uh, and Ultimately, it's just like what you would do when you're having a couple of beers with your buddies, just talking trash. Um, it has like a little bit of a game show feel where there are points and things like that. Uh, but go check it out. Definitely, they dropped the pilot. It was very entertaining. I found myself getting a little heated and worked up. Uh, I think once we get into the season with the personalities they have, you guys are going to definitely enjoy it because I know I will. Um, might be doing some things where, where I'm – cross-promoting i might show up on there as well so be sure to check it out it's called the clashing conferences podcast and it's available wherever you find your podcast as well as on youtube i will share the link in the description uh, but it's sure to be entertaining especially for most of you who are eagles fans like me you're, you're gonna get um Get some enjoyment out of it. And like I said, just watching the pilot, I wanted to reach through the screen and just smack some of the guys. So go check it out. The Clashing Conferences podcast. And as we go through the season, I will get more into what's happening with them. Uh, I also mentioned I will be recording our Eagles Back to the Future season preview next week. So that'll drop later next week, right in time for the start of the season. So be sure to check that out. All right. Phillies are in Milwaukee. Uh, likely Wheeler is pitching tonight. But buckle up. We have 30 days where it's going to be an all-out sprint to the playoffs. You couldn't ask for anything better. The Phillies are coming into it in good shape. So let's hope that they can hang on because as close as those teams are, bunched together with 30 days, basically 30-some-odd days because I guess the season ends in early October, it's going to be an all-out sprint, and it's going to be a battle. So the Phillies need to, to keep playing the way they're playing, and I think they'll be fine. But buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Be sure to check out our friends at 2008 Phils throughout the month to stay on top of what's happening. Uh, the link is in the description. Uh, 75% off uh, a subscription for them. Get you access to everything, that 2008 shirt uh 2008 fills will follow your twitter account all for two dollars a month twenty dollars for the year so check out that link in the description all right kind of an interesting sixers uh news thing today and rachel nichols i guess was on a podcast or her may have been her own uh and she basically dropped that part of the reason why harden wants out is he didn't want to be the number two guy he believes he can still be the number one guy like he was for two of the games in the playoffs uh, and not necessarily that guy who was uh, showed up in game six and game seven of the Celtic series um, so kind of an interesting take and, and I mean I don't I don't know if it's that shocking of a hot take or anything because I think if you look at 
what's happening and just what he's been throughout his career. I I can see him saying that. Uh, but, I mean, it just another little wrinkle to that. And I did hear, uh, read an article or two saying that basically maybe Daryl Morey should just, the Sixers should get rid of Daryl Morey and just kind of cut ties with everybody and just start fresh, which I don't necessarily think is a bad idea either. Why are you out Elton Brand out of there? All right, Eagles news, not much word on the punter or anything like that as of last night. But you got to love this. And Hassan Reddick said he actually has the 49ers game circled on his calendar basically to prove to them that it was no fluke. And instead, he was like, y'all kept talking throughout the offseason, and he's pumped up and ready for that game. And I, I, I really like this because – kind of gives you a glimpse behind the curtain. And a lot of times the athletes are supposed to take the line. It's just another game, one day at a time, blah, 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 blah. But it kind of lets you inside their mindset that like they're feeling the same way. Like the Niners fans, the 49ers players, they did nothing but whine all offseason. And they notice and they want they have a little something for them. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know what the spread is gonna be. I don't know. I mean, as long as Jalen Hurts is healthy, the Eagles will win and cover that spread in December. Mark my words. You know who else is gonna cover the spread every single time? Philly Goat. Uh, go check them out. It's still time for to get your back-to-school shopping. I still am waiting. It's in the mail. I'm hoping it comes today. If not, it'll be here on Tuesday. My fly, Kelly Green shirt. Go check them out. I mean, I've been telling you to jump on the Flyers bandwagon early, but get your stuff for Philly's postseason, Eagle season. Um, Back-to-school, I told you about the stickers for the water bottles and things like that. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery, 10% off of your order. Help them out. Help me out. Help yourself out. But they'll never let you down. They cover the spread every time. That's phillygoat.com. Make sure it has the goat on the sleeve. All right. Today, we're going to go back to 1991. And on this day, September 1st, 1991, the Eagles opened with a 20-3 win over the Packers in Green Bay. The defense was uh, outstanding, sacking quarterback Don Mikowski four times, intercepting him three times, setting the tone for a record-setting season for that Eagles defense. However, the big story out of this was Randall Cunningham tearing his ACL on the first play of the second quarter on a hit by Bryce Pop, ending any hope that the Eagles legitimately had to be a Super Bowl contender and, quite frankly, one of the worst days of my childhood as a 12-year-old. Uh, they were running, and that season was just as good as the defense was. That's how bad the offense was. They were running out Jim McMahon. Uh, Jeff Kent, Pat Ryan, Brad Gable. It just was brutal. But that defense went number one get overall in yards allowed, number one against the pass, number one against the run, uh, sacks, turnovers, and kept them in a game. Led them to a 10-6 record. Uh, they missed the playoffs, which was very, very rare to miss the playoffs with a 10-6 record back then. Ironically enough, the 49ers did that year, too, with a 10-6 record. Uh, but just an overall sad day for a 12-year-old Eagles fan who was looking forward to them putting it all together with uh, 
Uh, new coach, uh, Rich Kotite, but the defense was the story. But Randall blew his ACL out on this day in 1991. Thanks a lot, Bryce Pop. Uh, if you want more about this day uh, and that whole season, check out last year, Back to the Future from September 5th. We did a whole 40 minutes, 45 minutes on this whole season and kind of the, the what if, what could have been if Randall didn't get hurt. So be sure to check that out. All right, it is September, and as promised, we are going to have – I'm very excited for this, actually. Uh, All throughout the month, we are going to do the Who Wore It Best when it comes to Philadelphia sports numbers. So the premise is we have a lot of big numbers and famous numbers in Philadelphia sports history. Um, And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take between two and four, maybe five, depending on the number – Guys per day, it could be current players, it could be former players, and have you decide who wore that number the best in Philadelphia sports history. Uh, you'll be get the chance to vote just like you did for the Lovable Loser Tournament uh, all through social media. Send me text messages, smoke signals, whatever, uh, and let me know who wore this number the best. Um, Again, let me know. I might have missed some people, uh, but some days it's going to be they're going to be really good some days it's going to be really easy to determine who wore it best but that's just the luck of the draw but like i said i'm very excited to find out who wore it best in honor of randall cunningham today's number is number 12 uh currently there are two number 12s in philadelphia one is one of the more famous ones uh you either love him or you hate him and that's kyle schwarber of the phillies um Hitting shore bombs or striking out is basically all he does. Uh, the other one will probably only be here for one more season, if that, and that's Tobias Harris of the Sixers. Uh, some notable number 12s throughout Philadelphia sports history for the Flyers, Tim Kerr. World be free for the Sixers wart for one year in his second stint with the team. Johnny Dawkins. 2008 NLCS hero Matt Stairs was number 12. TJ McConnell, number two pick in the 2010 NBA draft. Evan Turner wore number 12, but they did not make the cut. So today we have four guys in Philly sports history that wore number 12. Number one is Randall Cunningham, who to me is one of my all-time favorite Eagles. quarterback of the team when I started watching and for all of his warts the dude was just talented Um, I talked about a couple back to the futures ago about why I feel he should be a hall of famer Uh, but number 12 for the Eagles Randall Cunningham as Stan Walters used to say nobody does it better than number 12 and that was a horrible Stan Walters impersonation Uh, second up on the list for the Flyers Simone Gagne Played a lot of seasons and was a part of that 2010 Stanley Cup playoff run team. Um, kind of, I've always felt like he was the assistant captain um, on a lot of those teams, but I always felt like he was sort of an under the radar player for the Flyers. Uh, but Simone Gagne comes in as one of our number 12s. Uh, one of everyone's favorite players, maybe not so much as far as talent wise, but. One of everybody's favorite players from the 93 Phillies, Mickey Morandini, wore number 12 for the Phils. Uh, He's credited with an unassisted triple play, which we talked about on here. Uh, But 
Mickey Morandini still very much involved with the team, helps as a coach and ambassador. Uh, my wife has done yoga with Mickey Morandini. I've seen him at the Phillies 5K, just all around Mr. Philly, Mickey Morandini. And a personal favorite of mine, this number is one of the few that are retired at the Leah Chorus Center. For the Temple Owls, Mark Macon led those John Chaney teams for um, – that 1988 team that was the number one seed, uh, just an all-around great player, had a solid uh, NBA career, uh, but Mark Macon, guard for the Temple Owls, also wore number 12. Now it's your turn. Who wore number 12 best in Philly sports? Is it Randall, Gagne, Mickey Morandini, or Mark Macon? Be sure to vote. Get, those, get it to me however you can. If you're on Spotify, I'll have it set up on there. Uh, there will be polls set up on social media. Send me text messages. However you can, give me the vote. Who wore number 12 the best in Philly sports history? All in honor today of this day back in 1991. The Eagles got the win 20-3 to over the Packers, but lost Randall Cunningham, effectively costing them the season. Phil's in action tonight out in Milwaukee. Hopefully they can keep it rolling. This is going to be a good series this weekend. Milwaukee's a good team. It's going to be fun. It should be a playoff atmosphere. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, but go to Philly Goat and buy a shirt because of all the excitement. Uh, check out my buddies over at the Clashing po- Clashing Conferences podcast. The link will be in the description. Give them some love and stay tuned because I think this is going to be it's going to be a fun podcast, especially with the personalities they have on there. But it's Friday. A lot of you are off. It's a holiday weekend. Go enjoy this beautiful day. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. And until next time, I will see you when I see you.